Simon. Yes, Tracy. What makes you decide what vegetables you fancy growing in the garden? What's the contributory mm. factors that go, yeah, oh, I, I want to grow some... Get blah, the blah, question. Blah. I mean, primarily it's uh, what I think will grow and deliver something that... Um, so if, uh, if it were asparagus, for example, yeah, I know they take a long time to establish a bed, so right. I'm reticent to try that. Mm. Um, whereas spuds and spuds. lettuce that mm. we were talking about yesterday, oh, I know which, they're just going to grow. Which, I might add, was smashing with the jacket potatoes last night. It was amazingly crispy. It for, was seriously crispy especially as it was the floppy <laughs> leaves on the outside of the yeah. um, the plant yeah do you know what was funny with that was was it this morning or later that day later that day later that day you happened to spot a little video from charles dowding it was his short video of the day was how to harvest from your lettuce without taking the whole lettuce yeah it was doing exactly what <laughs> we had just been talking about what he did though was I, I watched him on the YouTube thing and he did it far harsher than I've oh, ever yeah. done it. I knew that you should really leave about five leaves in the centre. Well, that's what he did. He, he got down to about four or five leaves. I know, but that's like, oh, cutting it fine. I'd worry. So yeah. I've always left a little bit more than that in the middle. Well, I think the trick is only to take that which you need. And yeah. if you spread it across a few plants, yeah. then that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I hear you. But anyway, as you say, needless to say, that lettuce was quite spectacularly yeah. lush. Um, okay. So you ask, why, how do I decide? Yeah. Do you have a, a reason for that question? I do, because my the things that I think about when I'm thinking about what to grow, and bearing in mind, we haven't really had the space to grow f for quite a while. We haven't been in the right sort of area we, ha we haven't had the right outdoor growing space to grow very much is what I'm saying over the last few years and now we've got a little bit of a garden which is great my thoughts have always been yield particularly when we had a small garden so the last yes. little place we were in when we were renting in Lyme we had a very small garden but we tried to make the and it didn't have a lot of sun to be fair mm. but what we tried to do was make it produce good prolific greens so we had rainbow chard growing we yes. had some curly kale growing mm -hmm. and that was pretty good actually that was that was it pretty, was okay yeah. it was pretty good it was very sea salty though and i don't think it particularly loved that environment so no certainly the peas it was challenging were nowhere near as good as the, we've had in the past in non-salty areas definitely the sugar snap peas conversely were fabulous and the thing with sugar snap peas was I mean, it obviously was very happy growing there. And the more you pick, the more it grows. The more you pick, the more it gives you. It's like, oh, yeah, I have a bit of that. It will give you a bit of that. So for me, I like, I like yield. I okay. like yield over, um, over, other, over other things, to be honest. Right. I find that exciting. And it just so happened that I was reading this month's Permaculture magazine. And bizarrely... There's a really good article in there in, on called uh, How to Grow More Food in a Small Space. And um, uh, a guy called Mark uh, Ridsdale-Smith is a, an urban grower. And that's exactly what he's written a piece on. Mm. And he talks about 
um, high yielding crops by weight and high value crops. So you've got a bit of money. So obviously you've got so high yeah. value crops. You've got sort of herbs, microgreens, chilies, and other things, soft fruits, and what have you. But high yielding crops by weight. So obviously you've got tomatoes. I think we've got a billion tomato plants growing this year, which is really. I think it's probably just a few less than a billion. Slightly but not few, many. not many. Um, but you know, chard. So that rainbow. Back to that rainbow chard. It's like. Yeah. What gives you the most amount of stuff? What will give you a really good amount of, of, of crop? And of course, lettuce. Lettuce, I think, is one of those real secrets. When you learn that you can take all the outside leaves off and it will just keep growing, it's like, really? Yeah, for um, me, it's, not, it's nothing to do with the, the financial side, though, the cost. Because the amount of effort that you put in and yeah. buying compost and... You know, if you don't make your own compost or you don't have enough of your own made compost, you have to buy it and you have to buy the seeds and so on and so forth. Yeah. It's the food miles, the convenience and having absolutely fresh food um, straight out of your garden. I know. Which is the best stuff to fuel your beautiful body to keep on working and, you know, get fired up for that swim. It's yeah. less than a month, Simon. It's oh, I realise that. It's four weeks than tomorrow. a month. Four weeks tomorrow. Yeah. <gasps> How are you... F I mean, I know physically you're good for it. I know you're physically good for it because we've done that. That's all fun. What? What are you okay. laughing for? Physically? Physically, physically, I'm good for you're it. You're well good for mm -hmm. it, yeah. Uh, but mentally, how are you feeling? Oh, absolutely super. Really? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So and I. And really pleased with the the way it seems to be organised. Obviously, yes. I've never done this before, so I'm going by what you've told me about the organisation and what the emails that they're sending, yeah, they're the information good. that they're sending, and the fact that we managed to get Word Forest registered I as know. a charity partner. I mean, I think I we have. Know. Yes, we they have. They say it will be two to three days we... from when we discovered that they were accepting lots of charities. We have. So if anybody else is doing a swim or a swim run... During that, they can pick what is our it, charity. 10, 11 and 12 um, June, Yeah, they can pick Word Forest, which is fantastic. I yeah. mean, seriously, that is fantastic. The, the I think I'm going to do a post about that. The other actually. thing I found slightly amazing yeah. is that um, they're still accepting entrance. Yes, they are. So it's not full. All the waves are not full. No, and I... I, I I wonder if they've limited the amount of people that are going. I mean, having been to them before, but they were in their early day, the early days of the great swims. Yeah, well, you know, you, they've done lots subsequently. In the second year of it, it was two thousand and eight, yeah. the inaugural yeah. one. You swam in two thousand and nine. Yeah. So they were just sort of finding their feet. They were, and they've done tons of them since. And I think they were really very large mass mm. participation events, but perhaps because people are still you know, coming out from the lockdown era that they're perhaps a bit concerned about going out and being out in the great outdoors. And I would say, go out and be in the great outdoors. It's fine. It's safe. Stay away from people. You can enjoy that fresh air. Well, you, enjoy that swim. You, and can, follow, and, you can follow all the it. advice that we had during the, uh, the height of the pandemic, which yeah. is wash your hands regularly. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask, yeah. if that makes you feel more comfortable, because... It, undoubtedly, masks do reduce the risk of catching any infection. Anything, this is true. Well, any airborne yeah. mouth-type infection. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's um, you, you can still uh, go out and do some stuff. And 
as you say, we are now starting to, and this is this is one of our um, big events that we'll be going to with with lots and lots and lots of people. It is. I'm so excited about it. Mm. I'm so excited about it because we're going to swim side by side on that. I hope so. Oh, no, definitely. We will. If not, I'm... then it'll be you. Um, I was going to say galloping ahead, but that would be on a horse. That would be weird. Yes, paddling ahead. <laughs> when we practice in the pool, mm-hmm. it's one of us leading because there's, you, we have to swim in lanes for our practice. But um, And I like following you because I do like following you because you, someone sets a pace and you kind of just keep to that pace. And that's nice. I yeah. can keep to that pace. It's good. When you're out front, it's... It's it's fine being out front, but mm-hmm. then you have to decide whether you're going to go round another swimmer, which often we have been, you know, overtaking, indicator lights and overtaking, or do you decide, you know, do we decide right at the start, we, we just swim side by side, which is far more convivial. And and yeah, yeah I, I think I'd like well, that I think, more than following, leading or I mean, following. Yeah, yes, I think overtaking in a pool is always difficult because you've got fairly narrow lanes. Yeah. There's enough room for a swimmer to swim <laughs> up and a swimmer to swim back. True. But for someone to overtake, you have to go in the middle bit. You do. And I always worry about someone coming towards me and flashing headlights at me and going, <laughs> you're in the middle lane. <laughs> <laughs> or getting clumped. Or yeah. getting, yeah, yeah. or yeah. getting my or wing mirror knocked off. Yeah, true. Um, I'm good for swimming beside you. We'll I, swim side by side and we'll just egg each other on to go faster. Come on, we can do it. Let's what's go. What's the vegan equivalent of that? I don't want to egg. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, and also, when you're yeah. going under the water and you're swimming, yeah. it's really hard to speak. Yeah, that can be a challenge. It'll be really weird, it won't it? It will be weird. But you won't want to talk all the time. But I, we, there will be points in the swim where you just are so surrounded by the beauty. I remember literally stopping right in the middle of the lake before and just going, oh, my yeah. word, this but, is breathtakingly beautiful. If you beautiful. stop, I'll be going tick. Tick, tick, tick. This is tuck. slowing us down. If we just stop, we're not getting there. Okay, We've we'll got pause. to do it. We'll pause briefly. I tell you what, we what? can do the mile as fast as we can. Yeah. And then turn around and go back in and just have a float around. Can I tell you, can I confess a tiny weeny little wincy bincy secret? Uh, it depends how big the secret is. When I got out after doing the first mile that first time at Windermere, yep. I thought to myself, I could just keep going. And I did. Oh, yeah. I did when I saw that they were doing it for two kilometres before two miles or whatever it was before they, they upped it later on, I thought I could do that. But I'm not going to do that on this occasion. Don't worry. Don't panic. I'm not going to go, Simon, let's do it again. Well, you have to go through the finish <laughs> so that you get your time. Because you if you just go, I'm going to swim around for yeah. another half a mile, your yeah. time will be enormously and you long. you can't. You couldn't go back in. There's, all, there's, there's lots there's of races of people on after and us. boats yeah. going, oi, get out of the way. They are. I'm so excited. Is it? Can you tell? I can tell. Oh, Guess anyway, what? what? So am I. It's t- oh, really? It's just not as easy to tell with me because I'm always <laughs> fairly, fairly sanguine about things. You are. Anyway, it's but I time. am excited. It's time. It's time to do what? It's time to do that thing. What? To send, send to, to a, a friend. friend.